Victoria, Habitata Victoria, um, we are the peak body working across Victoria for people living with and at risk of bile hepatitis and liver disease. So we do a lot of work around advocacy as well as education and health promotion. Um, and so we sort of focus on at-risk groups for mainly hepatitis B and C. And, you know, we go out across the state and do a lot of, you know, talks. Um, we work with groups to sort of develop resources as well as do sort of workforce education as well. Um, looking, because I don't know much about the immigration health requirements. Can you tell us what that looks like? Because I know it's super complicated, but if you could give us just like a general outline of it. Yeah, absolutely. So it can get quite complicated. I think the sort of overall thing is that most permanent visa application will be assessed against what's called the minimum health standards. Um, and that's an assessment that's done by a medical officer of the Commonwealth. Um, and they can sort of have a look at your medical history and do their own assessment. And the main things that they are sort of assessing it against, I suppose, are certain um, sort of things that may be what they consider sort of quote-unquote a risk. Um, but then there's also the potential and hypothetical cost um, and also um, the needs that they may be for services and healthcare things that are deemed to sort of be um, in short supply. So often we talk about things like transplants in that context. Mm. And so that's what it gets assessed against. And so then that medical officer makes a decision whether or not the person applying for a, usually a permanent visa mm. has anything that may need to be taken into account as part of that visa application. Mm. And can you tell us about the changes? Because it's sort of been relaxed. It hasn't completely been removed, but there has been some slight changes. Yeah, for sure. So... At the start of July, it changed. So what it used to be was that when they were looking at what would deemed to be a considerable cost or significant cost, that limit was $40,000 over the course of someone's lifetime, which is not a lot. When you're yeah. talking about healthcare, it's really not a lot. And so also over someone's lifetime, you know, that can be obviously, you know, years. And that was quite a barrier for people applying for visas that may have had sort of chronic long-term health issues, including hepatitis. What now changed is that that sort of upper limit has been changed to 49,000 and it's calculated over 10 years or the length of the visa. So it's both the duration of time has been shortened and the maximum amount. So, you know, it is a step in the right direction and it's a really positive thing that changed. Mm. And especially in terms of hepatitis, that is quite a slow progressing virus um, and so you often don't see the need for more intensive healthcare until much later down the track for people applying for a visa. You know, 10 years, it's actually quite feasible that, you know, they would meet those requirements. And does it apply to a certain type of visa? Yes and no. So when you're looking at, you know, permanent visas, then that's sort of across the board. You know, most permanent visas, they have the same health requirement. In terms of more temporary visas, you know, study visas and that sort of thing, then it depends on a variety of things. So that might be what kind of visa it is, um, where they're moving from, what kind of work or study they tend, mm. like they plan to do. So not all temporary visas would require health assessment. But even then, we don't sort of seem to see the same, see the same issues um, with temporary visas because of the length of time. So it's unlikely mm. that people would meet that threshold in a shorter period of time. Mm. And uh, if we could sort of just go a bit back with the vir uh, viral hepatitis, uh, can you tell us what that is and maybe also debunk any myths? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So viral hepatitis, the two that we sort of talk about in terms of long-term chronic hepatitis are hepatitis B and hepatitis D. They're both viruses that affect the liver. 
they cause inflammation of the liver um, and over a long period of time that kind of constant inflammation can lead to liver damage and liver scarring and that sort of thing. So with hepatitis B we see that is you know transmitted they're both blood-borne viruses um, and hepatitis C is predominantly a blood-to-blood transmission. With hep B as well we also see um, that sort of mother-to-baby and sexually transmitted infection as well. We can't treat um, or cure hepatitis B but we can treat it really well um, so there's really good medical management to reduce the risk to the liver and um, we also have vaccination so most people who went through the healthcare system as they were growing up in Australia would have been vaccinated for hep B. Mm. With hep C we can actually cure that now so we have really good medication that is relatively new in the last few years yeah. um, that means we can cure hep C. That's sort of a bit of a brief overview. And, and for those listening in who want to know more um, where can they get information and also can they get it in another language? Yeah, absolutely. So we have a lot of information on our website, including uh, online brochure specifically around migration and viral hepatitis. Um, and that is available online in a lot of different languages, including Vietnamese, simplified Chinese, Arabic, Burmese and Dari. And then there's also our infoline number, which is a free 1800 number, and that can be called through the Translating Interpreting Service. Um, and so then that can be in any language, and you can talk to someone during business hours about you know any questions you have around viral hepatitis. Um, you know if you need support around migration um, and other things as well. Mm, excellent. Thank you so much for your time. No, thanks for having me. So that was Isabel Purcell from Hepatitis Victoria discussing the latest changes to the immigration health requirements. If you'd like to know more, you can contact Hepatitis Victoria on one eight hundred seven zero three. 003, so that's 1-800-703-003 or you can check out their website at www.hepvic.org.au.